it's Natasha and Khalil and we are the co-hosts of Woke and Free. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to our 218th episode of Woke and Free. If you've been tuning in every week for Woke and Free Wednesday, you know that Woke and Free is all about being real and honest with each other and you. We talk about everything and anything important to us, you, the world, and nothing is off the table. This week, we're doing another Woken Free story time called 21 Questions About Forgiveness. But before we dive deep, there's a couple of things we ask. First, make sure you go to WokenFree.com to not only listen to this episode, but to download the episode. Why do you want to download it? If you have the Podbean app, then you can download episodes and put in your comments. And when you put in your comments, that's how you can engage with us every single week for Woken Free Wednesday. Now, if you for some reason cannot download another app on whatever device you listen to podcasts at, please go to WokenFree.com on the Listen tab and pick your platform of choice where you're going to listen and and follow and subscribe the show. So for instance, we have to give all the love out to those who catch us on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play. Those of you subscribe to our YouTube channel, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora. It's a Woken Free world, guys. So make sure you do that. Now, also on WokenFree.com, if you haven't already, please click subscribe to follow the show. And then you can always follow us and engage with us on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, Pinterest, and LinkedIn at Woken Free. And then lastly, if you have 90 seconds, which you do, it's COVID, you got 90 seconds, please go to WokenFree.com, go on the Listen tab and pick your platform of choice where you want to review the show at because we enjoy five-star reviews and we know you have some more to give us. So come on over. With that, I'm going to kick it back to you. And... We shall start the episode then, right? Woohoo, yeah. So with that, then question number one out of the gate is what is forgiveness and how would you define it? Well, I would define forgiveness as having the resolve to accept someone's action and not use it as a source of contention later on. And it doesn't mean you pretend it never happened. It just that you don't bring up whatever that action that that person committed against you anymore. Oh, interesting. Okay, so I would define it as the act of releasing anguish or anger or disturbance from from a person based on their offending act or behavior, but greatergoodberkeley.edu, which we refer to all of our links on the epi- in the episode on wokenfree.com, they say that psychologists generally define forgiveness as a conscious deliberate decision to release feelings of resentment or vengeance toward a person or group to whom has harmed you, regardless of whether they actually deserve your forgiveness. That's a very interesting Mm. definition. Yeah, that's clinical. (laughs) Yes. Question two. When you forgive, does that mean you have to forget what happened? So you kind of spoke to it a little bit, actually, in your own definition. And I agree with you. Forgiveness is not the equivalence of forgetting. I think in in actuality, you shouldn't uh, forget what happened. That would be an injustice to you because people make mistakes. It's it's a part of the human experience. Uh, But it's that mistake shouldn't be held over that person to your point over and over again. But we have to also be mindful and accountable for when people are harming us or offending us, because either it's a behavior that we have to confront and, or make it a judgment call as to whether that person should still remain in your life. Wow. Yeah. You know, I I said it before Mm -hmm. you always have to write to remember what the action was. Mm -hmm. Right. So just, 
try not using it against the person is the, the key mm. there. That's a hard one, though, yeah. <laughs> that is really hard, yeah. Because if you're, like, petty, you know, but yeah, I gotcha. Now, I'll, now, question number three is, is there anything that is unforgivable? Well, anything can be forgiven, but mm. realistically, I think for a lot of people, cheating is many times that's unforgivable mm-hmm. because the person will constantly bring up that it happened. It's something that they can't actually stop using against you, so it's pretty mm-hmm. much unforgivable, even if they say they do forgive you. When you're in a relationship with a person, gotcha. Yeah, if okay. you cheat, if you if that person cheats on you, okay. it's hard for you to go ahead and forgive them, realistically. Okay. I would say that technically I think that anything can be forgiven, right? Like theoretically, but are there circumstances where a a person might not want to? Uh, I think when it comes down to murder, uh, when it comes to cheating, to your point, as well as stealing or theft, those are arenas where I think people may not be the bigger person and forgive people if if any of those things have happened. Yeah, those are tough ones. Mm -hmm. Question four, what's your driving force when you forgive someone? So for me, I would have to be emotional freedom. So as a person who feels very deeply, I think people underestimate how emotionally (laughs) emotional of a person I am uh, just because of kind of my persona and and my personality. But I feel everything. And, you know, which means that it's very easy to have anger and feelings of sadness or, or hurt when people do me wrong or say things that are offensive to me. So I have found through my life and even in my career that forgiveness is like pretty much your personal saving grace from emotional turmoil of life (laughs) and, and everything that comes within it. So emotional freedom. How about you? I don't want to be bothered by what that person did against me. I Mm. want some sort of closure and forgiving them. That's what actually helps me get the closure. Oh, that's interesting. That's an interesting way of saying it. Okay. Question five is forgiveness for you or the other person then ultimately. Even though you can tell the other person you forgive them, it's really for you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's an action that performs release from that hard moment that occurred. So mm-hmm. it's something that helps you out in the end. The other person, they can hear you apologize or not, but really it's you who has to give up that action and release from it. I completely agree. You know, folks are going to do what they want to do. Ultimately, you you don't control the behaviors or the actions of others, but you do control how you feel and how you act. And when you you say you forgive someone, regardless of whether that person deserves that forgiveness, that forgiveness is your release from that harmful incident, from the harmful words or offending situation. Yeah. Question six. Can you forgive someone more than once? If you have loved ones, you know this to be sadly true. Uh, that's you have to forgive your loved ones, whether this is your partner, whether this is a, a, a child or someone you're caring for, whether it's a parent or loved relevant relative. People closest to you are what in the best position to hurt you. So yes, sadly, I have found that I have had to repeatedly forgive uh, loved ones. How about you? Yep. Many times the person, there'll be a repeat offender. So Mm. you're going to have to pull out that forgiveness card more than once. It's just, Mm. it's going to happen. The forgiveness doesn't stop somebody from performing those mistakes again. Mm -hmm. Time and time again. Absolutely. Question seven, does forgiveness feel good? It's like Tony the Tiger says, they're great. Oh, wow. 
The forgiveness sets you free, so it feels great just like Does that. Does it, though? Really? It feels good for you? Like, emotionally? Or at least mentally? <laughs> I think so, eventually, once it settles in. Oh, okay. Once it settles in. So yeah, it's like, got to settle. So initially, though, not so much. Well, because the action probably hurt, whatever it was. Oh, okay. It was okay. probably something that you really you would have preferred it not happen, right? It's, that's, Correct. The only time you need to forgive is when it's something that you would have chose not to happen. Otherwise, you've been like, thank you. Exactly. I, I agree. I would say that like when we get to the place of it settling in, I think is a really good way of thinking of it because initially I would say, yeah, it's hard. People have done you something wrong either by words or by action. And so you're trying to emotionally cope and deal with that incident. And so the forgiveness is, is like a place that you're traveling to. And then when you travel there, then like, yes, that's the promised land and it feels good. But the journey there. It's a little bit gritty. (laughs) Question eight. Do you ever struggle with forgiveness? A thousand percent, yes. Uh, A thousand percent, yes. Who can attest to that? Yes, you, uh, for sure. Uh, When So I have found that, like, so when you live with expectations, expectations are the thief of joy, right? Meaning that you have an idea of what people or what situations should be in your mind, and then it plays out differently in reality. And then what are you left with this deficiency of like, it didn't go as I wanted. Why didn't they do this? Why didn't this happen? And then you're upset and you're frustrated. And so when you release from expectations and you expect nothing and only focus on vibing and intentionally manifesting what you want to happen, not what you expect to happen, but what you want to happen, then, you know, is it easier to forgive people? Yes. But if you have an expectation in your mind of how you should be loved or what you should receive and people go against it, then it's going to be challenging to forgive. Oh, yeah. I also have some struggles with it, too, because Mm -hmm. sometimes for me, it's just fun to dwell in that emotion of contempt. I just feel that way. Or then another point is that it's hard in knowing what's the, what's really going to come of it, of me forgiving them. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to actually see that through when you're, when you first been wronged, you're not like thinking about the future. You're thinking about right now Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) and you'd like to just dwell in the moment. So I do struggle with forgiveness sometimes that's a good point because yeah it's forgiveness we're talking about things that are not really tangible we're not talking about like a something you can physically put your hands on it's this emotional mental state of being which is like ugh, is there really value to it but there is yeah question number nine is going to be have you ever been unable to forgive someone yeah there's definitely been moments Mm. when i demanded an apology from people and they didn't give it to me so When they do that, I just tell them, you know, if you don't give me the apology, I'm never going to interact with you again. So in those moments, I feel I didn't forgive them. Oh, okay. Because you gave that ultimatum. Yeah. Like, apologize or we will never speak or interact. And I've done that before. very extreme. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just because I I, want to make sure we're on the same page. I didn't want to just say, like, look over and just them think they're okay. I want them to acknowledge that, hey, what happened was wrong. And if you don't, then we just don't have to know each other. You can continue That's life without intense. me. That's really That's how intense. I just went. Okay, then. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, have I ever been unable to forgive someone? Only like if I didn't want to, right? I think uh, anyone who's ever wronged me or offended me, it, you know, if I wanted to forgive them, I did. And if I didn't, to your point, I would do something as 
land, like out of the park. Oh, out of the park. What you're suggesting. Oh, uh, I didn't think. I thought it was reasonable. Know, uh, but ultimately what I would say is just because I've forgiven people doesn't mean that I still engage with the person the same way or that person still has access to me in the same way. So there are people in my life who I've forgiven, but I don't interact with them the same because the the egregiousness of their words or their action has shown me that they don't deserve a spot in my life in a way that they did before they committed those wrongful acts. So, but know. if they so you forgive them even if they don't apologize and acknowledge that what they did was wrong. Yeah. So for me, you know, people can apologize, not apologize. I think it depends on the person. If the person is like worthy of giving an apology that's going to be meaningful i find most people's apologies are kind of like like half half luster and kind of oh you half don't think meaning. there's so much to come from it <laughs> yeah it's more again it's more about the forgiveness is like my journey to this land of like can i release from it but the person i think if you're a repeat offender ultimately i could forgive you but we're probably not going to engage the same okay so you can forgive them even mm-hmm. if they don't agree that what they did was wrong yeah All right. Question 10. Does forgiveness constitute an acceptance of the offending behavior or act? No. Forgiveness, really, for me, I would see it as an acknowledgement that this act was wrong and that I am releasing from the, again, that emotional disturbance that the person has caused either through their words or their behavior or their actions. But it only, I would say, becomes acceptance if you never confront the person about it. So I do believe in the importance of, to your point, of telling someone when they've offended you now should you throw out this ultimatum of like apologize or you're dead to me uh i don't know i mean if you feel like being the godfather like do you like i don't necessarily recommend or prescribe that behavior Uh, i would say ultimately you know we always have to confront bad behavior bad behavior because there have been times in my life where people have really hurt me or really offended me and i didn't say anything or i didn't defend myself and and, you know, those are one of the few regrets I've lived with. Yeah, I agree. It's not saying that you accept the action. It's just mm-hmm. dealing with the action and figuring out where you both stand. And for me, it, it makes me decide if you get to be eliminated from my life or not. Yeah. Fatal. Fatality, right? Like, <laughs> flawless victory. Flawless victory, indeed. <laughs> Shout out to Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Question number 11. What's the connection between forgiveness and cancel culture? Cancel culture, canceled forgiving in my eyes. Mm. And instead what it says is, if we catch you offending us, you're dead to us. No apologies, no excuses, no growth. I think it's really gotten out of hand. It doesn't allow any conversation to take place. It just says you're gone Mm -hmm. and we don't care if you've learned or if you'll change. You're just, Mm -hmm. you know, you can go live in a swamp for all we care. I completely agree. I would say that because cancel culture literally is the elimination of someone and their (laughs) livelihood, forgiveness all automatically has to come off the table, right? Because how can you forgive someone who no longer exists on the planet? Yeah. (laughs) Take away uh, their livelihood. Yeah. So, and I understand, you know, the driving forces behind it. We're going to talk about this in a whole other episode. So guys, stay tuned about cancel culture for sure. It's a really interesting subject, but uh, yeah, it, it's interesting that like it seems like forgiveness totally is off the table. Yeah. Question 12. How did you learn about forgiveness? 
So for me, if I think back, I would say an actual practice of living. I don't ever recall having a conversation with my parents about it. I do remember through my Christian upbringings, uh, you know, exposure to Christian church and uh, leaders of churches and stuff like that that have been in my family and in my life that I remember rhetoric and narrative around forgiveness. But do I remember like actually being taught it by my mom or dad? No, I mean, I think it's come up in conversation for sure. But like, I realized because again, I'm this kind of person with like all these emotions that I realized, wow, like I'm going to have to like release because I am the kind of person who can think about and look at a conversation or a text message like a thousand times over. Like I am, you know, that classic Virgo, very cerebral, very, very big into overthinking. So it's really important for me to like utilize the tool of forgiveness. Otherwise I would drive myself crazy. Wow. Mm-hmm. And you? I learned from my mom about forgiveness, actually. Shout out to and Marcia. I think the schools I attended, they reinforced it. So they would okay. have kind of lessons on forgiving. Mm. Question 13. How quickly do you need to forgive someone? If it doesn't happen within 24 hours, it's going to negatively impact you is what I say. Yes. So within that time frame is when you're trying to get that forgiveness going. I completely agree with you. It's immediate, right? Because otherwise you drag it out and then you risk not really doing it. So, yeah. uh, and again, is it, is it a choice that like, okay, I say I forgive you and you automatically do it? Like, no, but you have to automatically choose that journey and again, go on that path to get to that promised land. But if you don't make the path decision immediately, you probably are just never going to travel that way. (laughs) Yeah, that's definitely true. Question 14. How important has forgiveness played a role in your life so specifically when dealing around with trauma surrounding like racism or incidents with like family members who've been disrespectful hurtful or insensitive it's been really critical because uh i you know like most people of color in this country have have are living with trauma are living are products of multi-generational trauma so i have to forgive because you know, people hate me because of the color of the skin of my skin. People hate me because of my gender or my sexual, you know, orientation in the sense of if I'm not being sensitive enough to other communities, right? People can find ways to hate on you and to, to ostracize you and to other you. Even as a, you know, heteronormative person, uh, you know, it, it, you can deal with trauma and conflict in your life. And so I've had to say, listen, you know, everyone's entitled to their opinions. But I have to release from the emotional trauma of people hurting me because they're hurt people hurt people. Okay. Yeah, it's helped me get over past issues that I've had. So forgiveness is definitely, it's it's very important. And that's coming mm-hmm. from both sides, not just me. Not, not just me doing the forgiving, but the other people doing forgiving, forgiving too, you. for me oh, making okay. mistakes. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Okay. Question 15. What's the connection between forgiveness and your health? It can't be healthy holding a grudge in my mind. I think that's taking up room in your heart to love others. So Correct. Forgiveness helps you raise your heart power. Nice. Nice. <laughs> you flex on it. It's your new yeah. flex muscle. Gotcha. Your we'll forgiveness mu- muscle. Okay. Well, according to Hopkins Medicine, uh, they say the following. People who hang on to grudges, however, are more likely to experience severe depression and post-traumatic stress disorder, as well as other health conditions. But that doesn't mean that they can't train themselves to act in a healthier way. Uh, in fact, 62% of American adults say they need more forgiveness in their personal lives, according to a survey by a nonprofit Fetzer Institute. 
So to your point, I think people understand and acknowledge when they need to flex their their forgiveness muscle a little bit more. But uh, if you don't, it seems like there's actual like you're hurting yourself by not forgiving others. Yeah. Question 16. How has forgiveness played a role in your career? Again, similar to the personal life, right? Our personal lives are very much mirrored in our professional lives. And it's important when you experience microaggressions or sexism or racism to release from the emotional trauma and hurt that happens when people disrespect you and come at you sideways, right? And so uh, it comes in very handy of saying, and, it, and again, it's not acceptance, right? You still have to handle these situations as you would, but it doesn't mean you carry that forward. And it doesn't mean that the people who've offended you can't learn and overcome their mistakes. Because to your point, people can grow and people can learn. And even if you were said something racist, it doesn't mean you have to be racist for the rest of your life. If you've said something sexist, it doesn't mean you have to be sexist for the rest of your life. You can grow, you can develop, you can evolve. So people keep that in mind. (laughs) Your thoughts? Well, for me, it's been pretty easy, but I'm thinking of it in terms of working with my coworkers. Whenever mm. they made mistakes, they were quick to apologize. I never had to convince them. Okay. And that went both ways. If I made a mistake, I'm quick to apologize. And we just cool. always kept it cordial. There was never anything of somebody like, oh, I'm going to do what I want. I don't care. Yeah. And that's just personal experience. I know some people have had, you know, you deal with this certain someone who's just going to do what they want and they mm-hmm. don't care. But for me, it's been okay. That's actually good. That means you've worked in healthier work environments. So that's healthy. Good. Question 17. Have you f- forgiven yourself for anything? And if so, how easy or hard was that experience? Yeah, I do it all the time because I make mistakes that end up costing me financially or mm. physically. And it's always hard because I know that some mistakes are actually preventable. Mm-hmm. So that that's what makes it really tough. It's mm-hmm. taught me, though, to trust my gut a lot more and... I just got to go easy on myself, you know, that's mm-hmm. what the grace. life's about, just yeah. making mistakes and Learn. learning and growing. Absolutely. I love that. Trust your gut more. Absolutely. So for, yeah. for me, you know, not being radically self-aware, you know, has caused me issues in my life. You know, when I was younger, for folks who, who listened to the show and know me back in the day day when... Tasha was, uh, you know, very much that insecure, uh, constantly terrified of people abandoning me <laughs> to the point where what I would do is I would push people away because I was so afraid of being left behind or being, uh, you know, kind of thrown away to the side. And I think a lot of that was kind of my, my mechanism or my coping mechanism of not necessarily always having the the bonding that I needed from my parental units. <laughs> and so being left alone for probably much longer than one should be, uh, you know, abandonment was an issue for me. And so I had to forgive myself for really messing up some relationships that I had as a kid because of uh, that kind of like, oh, I'm going to hurt you before you hurt me behavior, which wow. is, is self-sabotage. And a lot of people uh, deal with that. But, you know, I'm, I'm that seemed extreme. and it was hard for me to even like acknowledge it. Like I did that because as a Virgo, again, we love to like be right and we love <laughs> To, 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 you know, embrace the perfection of us, <laughs> but to be human is to be faulted and, and, and you have to be radically self-aware. So I had to forgive myself. It wasn't easy, but I, I recognize that I recognize the trauma and the bad behavior and I can learn from it and not mess up future relationships that way. 
Well, that's good that you learn from that. Mm-hmm. Question 18. How do you forgive someone? What are the steps you take? So I think this is a really important question because it, it's going to help people see the process, right? And if you're process oriented, then you'll enjoy my answer. So <laughs> <laughs> that's not a slight jab or nothing. I mean, yeah, you no, know, like I'm just saying. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, Khalil. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I needed to apologize for something in the episode. Oh, all right. So there you go. Nice. <laughs> Waiting for that. You're welcome. So my forgiveness journey involves the following. First, I have to acknowledge the wrongful actor behavior that took place in the first place. I have to confront the actor, right? We always have to tell people when they offend us. Otherwise, they don't know because most people are not mind readers. Then discuss the situation so they're aware how they offended us and what they could do to not offend us in the future, right? Always get to that solution-solving space. That's really critical personally and, and professionally. And then if they apologize, accept their apologize. Don't be like, apology. Don't just be like, oh, whatever. Like, you know, you confronted them. You provided a solution. If they say sorry, be be big enough to take that apology. And then tell yourself, give yourself permission to forgive. This for me has been critical because I have to like intentionally, strategically tell myself, hey, Tosh, you want to forgive this person so we can emotionally have that freedom that we are looking for in life. So then I choose to forgive the person and then I have to choose to see past the incident and keep moving forward. And guess what? That's a choice you have to make repeatedly, right? Because just because you say I forgive you, Is it instant? Does it just magically happen? No, it's a continual choice that you make. And every time you interact with that person, you have to remind yourself, nope, we're past that incident. We're moving on. And in time, thankfully, time erases a lot of hurt. (laughs) Uh, When they tell you that like time heals all wounds, it is a very true statement. You are not upset about things that you were upset about at seven when you're in your (laughs) 30s. Like you just don't care. You can't even remember. Yeah, you can't remember. Time heals, right? But we have to get to that place there. How about you? So for me, you know what? I'm going to make a five-step solution. Oh, how you, wonderful. Because you had a process-oriented thing, so oh, I'll, give, oh. I'll do five steps. How glorious. I'll just break this down, and I'm going to make it so that anybody, they don't even have to write this down. They're going to remember it. Muy bueno. And this, this will be good for their hearts. Five steps. They don't have to write it down now. No, you'll see why, though. Oh, okay. You'll understand it. It's, okay. You'll see. So step one is discuss what occurred. Okay. Step two, ask for an apology or how can the situation be prevented in the future? Mm-hmm. Step three, tell the person you forgive them. Okay. Step four, hmm. Step five, profit. Are you, have you, lost, <laughs> have you lost your mind? Is this like a mental breakdown you've had? No, I, I gave you a full process, and look at how you end in the end. It's fun. But what about step four? Can you break that out for <laughs> those of us who don't speak I've, I've nonverbal heard, I've, I've said step four already. That's that's up to people to determine how to oh, so carry that to out. listen to the episode again. To- <laughs> how to carry, yeah, listen to what I said for step four again, and you'll understand what you need to do. All is known within one's own. You're like a backwards Yoda. It makes no sense. Is that okay? But at least makes no at sense, least they can little. follow that. Okay, as opposed to my process. I mean, they can remember parts of your process, but they're not going to remember all the. Steps. I do believe taking notes is critical for. Well, if they take life. notes, then yeah, that can work. There you go. Question nineteen: What's one thing you wish you knew about forgiveness? Well, I wish when I was younger that I knew that forgiveness is for you because I didn't originally know that. I thought that it was all about the other person. Mm -hmm. And now I know that it doesn't even affect them. It doesn't take a toll on them, not Ah. forgiving them. Okay. 
Interesting. So for me, I wish I knew it was a choice, right? Because I think that when you tell someone you have to forgive, like how it was taught to me from my Christian upbringing was that like, you know, kind of the Christian folk, right? The, the, the chosen folk, <laughs> quote unquote, right? This is rhetoric that was taught to me. I do not prescribe, nor do I adhere to that language. Just keeping it crystal clear Good, for thank folks. Thank you. Uh, that everyone is entitled to every religion and all cho- people are chosen for anything they want to be chosen for. <laughs> but uh, I would say that, you know, it was kind of shoved down your throat about this idea that, like, if you want to make it to this, you know, kind of special cloud place, if you know what I mean, that you, you have to exactly uh, <laughs> that you have to forgive people and you don't have to do anything in life. Right. There's a another phrase that I would say, but I don't think it's a woken free. Yeah, you can't say phrase. that one because there's one <laughs> thing that everybody has to do, but that's not something that's been mentioned. Know, everybody knows die. that. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> but uh, short of that, you, you you don't have to do anything, right? But forgiveness is a choice. And when you say that to yourself, you empower yourself to know, wow, I'm choosing to be the bigger person. I'm choosing to release myself from this person's trauma, from this person's offense. And that makes me the, the, the superhero in the scenario. And so I wish I understood that because I think it would make it more easier to swallow as a pill as well as a thing that you understand that you're doing this for you to your point and you're not doing this for anyone else and you're choosing to be the superhero so how cool is that yeah definitely question 20 what's the best part about forgiveness when you can have forgiveness happen and the relationship with that person can still flourish past points of for of forgiveness so i've had situations where someone uh Like there was a relationship that I had, a friendship that I had, where there was an offense or offending statement that was made, for instance, and the relationship didn't really continue. It didn't thrive. It kind of fell apart after the incident. And I think that that's really unfortunate. It's like a missed opportunity. When when you can have relationships still flourish, even past, you know, uncomfortable conversations or uncomfortable moments, I think that that's wonderful. I feel it's a signal to move on to bigger and better things rather than bathe in the negativity Mm. of the situation. Mm. It tells you I need to actually move forward. And this was one event along my lifeline. Absolutely. So now last question, big one. Everyone's been waiting for question 21. If you could make a PSA public service announcement about forgiveness, what would you say? The universe is ever expanding, expand your energy and don't sweat the small stuff. Most things can be forgiven. I love how you were like broad and then you went narrow there and you still were like still act right in life. <laughs> in the end. Like, like, like act like you have sense. <laughs> kind of thing. That's lovely. Yeah. Khalil, not all is forgiven. Most is forgiven. Most can be. Can be. Not Most even things. is. Can be. So it's very kind of tentative. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like Most, step yeah. on your toes and be wary of the glass nearby. Like, <laughs> very nice. Very nice choice of words. Exactly. <laughs> Love you it. Got okay. It. My PSA is the uh, following. Hurt people, hurt people. You deserve to be happy, joyous, and free. Let freedom be the conduit to the place of happiness for yourself. You can do it. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So you're trying to say that everything could be forgiven. I believe, I remember, I believe Whoa. in possibilities. So in life, anything Rough. is possible. Anything is forgivable. Should you and will you and could you? Are different. Those are different questions. <laughs> but is it possible to forgive anything? Of course it is. But well, will it actually, in reality, take place? You know, 
Most likely not. Because <laughs> just to even think about it, if we're around long enough, the sun's going to swallow the earth. I'm not forgiving that. I'm not forgiving the sun. But that, is that something for you to forgive, right? Like, that's a whole other thing. Is that within your purview of forgiveness? But it's kids destroying life as we know it. But is that an act that? of, of, of <laughs> going against you? It's not. No, it has nothing to do with me. So but is either it, way, so it's not, it mean, Is me. it in your jurisdiction to forgive, right? Like, so it's it's a wild, wild theory. But that's, that's my thought about that. And okay. ultimately, guys, you know, we're at, we're at the end here. <laughs> we are at the end of our 218th episode of... Woken Free! Quite the episode discussing and doing another Woken Free story time called 21 Questions About Forgiveness. Chloe, what what do the folks need to know now? They know what to do. Come Mm -hmm. back Mm -hmm. next week for the new Woken Free Wednesday episode. Make sure you follow us on social media to follow along the conversation and make sure you tune in next week for Woken Free Wednesday to join the conversation at WokenFree.com. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, definitely hit us up for 2022 planning on our Contact Us page at WokenFree.com. That's W-O-K-E-N-F-R-E-E.com. For social media, you can always find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, LinkedIn, Pinterest, at Woken Free. And again, collaboration, sponsorships. Yes, yes, yes. Contact us page is where you find us at WokenFree.com. If you didn't already subscribe, please do share the episode and make sure you come back to join the conversation every Wednesday for Woken Free Wednesdays. Remember, Woken Free is more than a podcast. It is a way of life. Till next time.